Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Zilika podcast. Today I have Ivan with me. Ivan is the co-founder and CEO of Switchio and Switchio is a Dex offering cross-chain trading and they are also the team behind Zilswap which is the AMM Dex built on Zilika which launched recently. So today we are going to talk to Ivan more about his journey to crypto and how he started Switchio. So Ivan how how are you doing and thanks for accepting our invitation. Hey, hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's so great to be here. Um, yeah, so we've been doing a lot of work with Zilliqa, like Lion Affirmation, and uh, it's really great to be on, the, on this uh, podcast today. Cool, cool. So can you start off by um, talking about how you got into crypto and eventually started with uh, Switchio? Sure. So our, our journey, like I think most of you guys who have been, uh, uh, we, we actually started way back in 2017, 2016. And uh, uh, back then, we were just like uh, toying with, say, uh, Bitcoin, um, starting to invest in the Ethereum ICOs that that um, um, uh, was growing. Um, I think Zilliqa was one of them that we actually uh, invested in early, very, very early on. Um, but of course, uh, back then, just like Zilliqa, there were a lot of uh, other competing layer one blockchains, and so uh, our interest was in one of the competing blockchains, right? Uh, Neo, and that's actually where we, we started the journey. We built the first decks for them um, in a very similar way, like uh, we, 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 we just launched the first on chain uh, decks for Zilliqa. And, and so our vision right now is really to, to have an ecosystem that is uh, fully connected, uh, meaning that uh, we, we want to connect. Not just we want to not just build on Silica or, or say Ethereum individually. Uh, we believe in a in an ecosystem where um, tokens and assets can flow freely between uh, the different layer one blockchains. Okay, gotcha. So, um, can you give a brief about Switchio? Um, that yeah, so that audience have more context. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so diving a little bit more to Switchio, especially for those who are, who are, who are new to us. Um, right, right now, Switchio, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, we call it a multi-chain DEX. So that means that we, we have indiv- individual um, smart contracts on various uh, blockchains. And um, a lot of these contracts are, keep, are atomic swap capable, meaning that we are able to um, trustlessly allow users to trade or, or basically uh, flow assets from one blockchain to another. So if you go to Switchio.exchange currently, that's what you're seeing. You, you'll see like uh, uh, multiple blockchains like uh, Ethereum and Neo, and uh, there are certain special markets that allow you to uh, move assets from one blockchain to another. So that's how, that's how we've been building since 20, 2017, 2018. Um, right now we have a uh, a, a, a grander vision, so to speak. Uh, recently, we have been looking into scaling and full cross-chain compatibility. So uh, we've actually launched our own uh, sort of blockchain for trading. It's called Switcho Trade Hub. Uh, we, we don't name it a very traditional um, blockchain name because the purpose of this blockchain is really just to scale uh, trading and to, uh, to scale asset transfers uh, between the various blockchains. So. Um, so if you go to switcher.org now, that's our that's like the, the next phase in our evolution. And where Zilliqa comes into all this is that uh, Zilliqa will be one of, the, one of the chains that we want to support in this uh, really scalable uh, um, 
what we can call it like a layer two uh, solution. So at the end of the day, uh, Zilsat is a layer one on-chain DEX. Uh, that's where the, the on-chain liquidity uh, uh, will come from and that's why we built Zilsat. Um, later on, we'll actually connect, um, uh, uh, we'll basically connect Zilliqa and Zilsat to this uh, layer two system. And with that, you, you can actually have low latency on-chain trading. So right now, if you look at Zilsat, uh, when you do a trade, you, you take like say 45 seconds maybe to, for a block to confirm. Um, but if you, when you actually trade on Switchos layer 2 solution, uh, all these can be instantly confirmed and then later settled on the Zlika uh, layer 1 blockchain. So how is the architecture of uh, Switchos layer 2 and what are the blockchains that you are supporting currently? Right, so right now we are on our, uh, our initial uh, chain of course which is new. Uh, for those of you who are who are in the space in 2018, I think you'll be familiar with that as well. Um, and of course, Ethereum. So uh, we are working quite closely with the Zilliqa team to actually um, to to actually be able to 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 have a bridge between Zero Trade Hub and Zilliqa, and of course, Zilliqa directly to Ethereum, etc. So uh, this is something pretty exciting that we've been uh, um, uh, communicating and working with uh, Zilliqa on. Um, how the architecture of the, the layer two actually works? Uh, I, I don't want to go too technical. I, I think I think it's uh, it, it might be a bit too uh, um, lengthy for this podcast. But but uh, how 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 the layer two chain is actually built? It's uh, using um, uh, this this uh, protocol called Tendermint, and it's uh, BFT. Uh, consensus sort of uh, BFT algorithm that's uh, similar, I think, to to what Zilliqa uses, and in some part of the uh, consensus. And uh, the, the only difference is, of course, that we we we, we don't uh, we don't shard or we don't group um, transactions into into batches. And basically, everything is done uh, low latency and immediately committed to this uh, layer two blockchains. So. Um, so, so the idea here is, of course, that because we are not, we, we don't use a VM and we are not generic, uh, we only run a certain uh, application path, uh, and and because of that, um, the 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 operations basically can be very efficient. We we don't have to like pound gas because we know exactly how how efficient each um, order play, order make, uh, order placement is going to be. We know exactly how long each order match is going to going to take. So based on this, we can have a static cost for all these sort of transactions. So that's basically where the efficiency comes in and that's how we get a low latency. Um, from there, then it's just a matter of, uh, that there's two ways to basically pack tokens to cross over. One's of course using a multi-six uh, sidechain sort of pack tokens. And the other is that you combine that with um, fraud proof. So um, it's uh, a system very similar to optimistic rollup. Basically every single transaction, uh, you, 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 we, we, we Collate and we batch the transaction signatures and the transactions itself, and uh, we just update the Merkle root of the of the entire state day after day. Whenever so 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 in the normal case that that's all that happens. Uh, the layer one uh, blockchain just gets the, the state updates, um, uh, and only if let's say the the, the layer two chain uh, commits some sort of uh, invalid state update, then uh, basically watchers can um, send a, a a fraud um, 
fraud proof transaction and then if the, the layer two chain does not counter this uh, fraud proof in time then the the, the last uh, the last good state is reverted and then uh, um, the, the layer one uh, users can exit from there yeah so that's the that's the general overview of how, how this uh, our, our solution works um, of course there's a lot of other uh, features and a lot of other things that we are working on so for example um, uh, um, derivatives derivative markets um, we are working on um, what, what do we have we, we have like some sort of uh, different types of um, AMMs or so on layer two so that's uh, this AMMs, AMMs basically support uh, um, derivative markets so uh, yeah that's essentially a, a whole weave of things they're working on and we are yeah, and, and pretty excited for, for the future. Okay, okay, gotcha. So um, you mentioned that you can do a certain type of transactions, right? So maybe say if you ha want to have a bridge between say ERC20 and ZRC2 or a similar format in other blockchains. So what, what sort of transactions are you are you looking, yeah, that are possible in, in the current model? And also, um, there, there are a couple of projects like I think Thorchain is one project that is doing something similar, right? So, how do you differentiate from them? So, I guess for your first question, um, what kind of transactions can be made? Um, it, it's it's really it, it really depends on um, what the what what our current module support. Um, so so. Uh, right now, we are really focused on uh, two things. One is uh, derivative trading, and and this is the mod. We model it very similarly after how a centralized exchange like FTX or Bybit will work. Uh, we have the yeah, we 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 have the whole uh, liquidation engine, the whole ADL system, and that allows us to do very high uh, leverage uh, in a way that doesn't uh, affect other lower leverage traders. Um, so so that's that's. The, the first thing. Second thing is, of course, we, we want to be able to uh, do layer one trades as well. So for example, for low-cost blockchains like Zulika and Neo, uh, we want to be able to do an atomic swap, or not atomic swap, but an atomic transaction that allows you to trade from Zilliqa to, to say, and then uh, route through switch your trade hub and then come out through Neo, for example. So so that's the the, the, the other thing we want to do. So that goes to the the... the the question right about about torchain so torchain is really focusing a lot on this sort of swap model and, and between chains so they will basically connect a say layer one chain a to 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 torchain and then um, um and another chain to, to torchain as well and um I, for for them um i i'm not i'm not fully uh, clear on their their the, the cross chain model, meaning how do they secure the assets and whether they actually do fraud proofs, etc. Et but at the end of the day, uh, it's really just uh, I feel more of a, uh, a cross chain AMM. Whereas for us, we're going a lot further. Uh, I feel um, in, in the sense that uh, uh, for for our, our, our focus really isn't just on the, the spot market. Uh, we are looking at um, derivatives markets like futures, perpetuals, uh, options. Etc. And this is a lot more uh, powerful than uh, any other offering currently. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So when you say derivatives market, what's the advantage of the for the user, say, of using 
um sucio compared to fta is is it just uh, it, it's non custodial in your case uh, that's the main advantage all right so i uh, i think privacy and the, the non custodial nature of cross bond the, the main uh, um uh, advantages and one of the selling points uh, for dex users um the the low frictions it's it's another uh, major factor this means that on on fpx uh um you you basically need to to do a lot of kyc you need to uh, give away identity etc which is uh, something a lot of users are not comfortable with um secondly of course the friction on in terms of onboarding uh when when our derivative markets launch basically if you have a metamask wallet you can really trade um i mean as long as there's some ether of course um yeah so so that's 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 the second advantage uh we will be able to uh um basically onboard users really, really quickly and the, the last thing of course is um um it's a lot more uh tokenomic space so f- first of all we have a, a, a we, we are taking the ideas that uh, have that have came from defi over not not just recently but over the past two years so for example um we our, our derivative markets will be backed by um AMMs meaning that uh besides just professional market makers there will be a, a very deep liquidity pool as people are incentivized to to provide liquidity to to the other books um so so the the way we do it uh going back a bit more to the fundamentals is that because we're not just a swap based uh exchange uh, um um hub actually combines the 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 liquidity from AMMs into the um into the order books of the exchange meaning that um when when you go to exchange you actually look when, when you look at the exchange it's actually order book exchange even though there's a liquidity pool so so basically we simulate the available liquidity at each price based on the bonding curve of the, of the liquidity pool and users actually trade uh, as if there 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 is like a normal order book exchange so so that's that's uh the first thing um uh, we we envision that uh uh there will be uh, deeper liquidity than a lot of other exchanges and secondly if if users just want to uh, provide liquidity and not take uh, as much and, and not take so much market risk basically they can very easily contribute to uh, these tax uh, whereas they can't actually do the same so easily for a central exchange uh, yeah so 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 that's one the, that, that's one of the 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 the, the USPs that we have um on top of that um for for Sucio Trade Hub because it's a decentralized exchange, uh, users can actually um, basically take part in in the protocol itself through our own token and and uh, by by basically uh, using the Sucio token as a bootstrap strapping tool. Uh, basically, we can do a lot of things um, that that uh, centralized exchanges don't do. For example, um, recently we just launched our governance protocol. Um, um, so so. Uh, you can basically change parameters such as um, the the fees of the exchange, etc. And we, we we kind of think that this will uh, attract a different sort of uh, a different group of users to to take a look at the exchange. And if if let's say you're a trader, you you like the exchange, you can actually um, uh, buy uh, basically the governance token of this exchange. And that's a a pretty interesting concept that uh, right now uh, central exchanges don't have so much of. Okay, gotcha. And um, 
I think the, does this enable like say the one advantage of AMMs is that you get liquidity of tokens that you know are not maybe listed on centralized exchanges, right? Um, so does this enable you people to do derivatives trading for new tokens or lesser like tokens that maybe uh, derivatives um, normal centralized exchanges don't support? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for so for example, um, if there's if um, the the CTO protocol owners have um, um, enough um, basically confidence for for a token and enough uh, uh, voting power to 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 say that hey we should this this uh, derivative market then that's definitely uh, a possibility. So uh, our, our end goal is that uh, for derivative tax. Um, we, we will be able to do physical settlement and, and cross um, cross asset margining, meaning that um, we, we don't we don't even need a a spot market to actually um, to do uh, leverage trading. Yeah. See, interesting. Um, yeah, that that's an interesting concept. I think I, I recommend the audience to look at Switch's website to find more details about this. Um, coming to your partnership with uh, Zilliqa, um, let, let's talk about Zilsop. So how did uh, Zilsop actually come about? Can you share the background story of that? Yeah, so uh, for Zilsop, we've been wanting to integrate with Zilliqa for, for the longest time. And uh, uh, this is like way back maybe last year. And and back then we, we, we wanted to integrate Silica with Switcho in the same strategy without the whole layer two with the layer one smart contracts and atomic swaps and, and, and more. Um, um, but then as we as we progress and as Silica progress, we realized that it makes more sense for, for us to first build a layer one liquidity pool on on, on Silica so that tokens can can have a base uh, a base market and then later on uh, link it up with uh, so initially we were thinking to do it in the same way as uh, what we do now where uh, remember I told you the idea about simulating liquidity we actually already do that with Uniswap on our layer one exchange and uh, we were thinking of doing this but uh, going forward I think uh, we will integrate Zilliqa directly with our layer two scaling solution and users who who, who want a uh, faster experience can actually go to uh, uh, the, the layer two version and Trade directly there for very uh, for for a lot faster confirmations, a lot uh, lower latency. Okay, okay, gotcha. So uh, Zilswap launched last week, or I think the yeah in the past few days. So how's the right. community response been so far? And yeah, any any exciting things that you've seen so far with Zilswap? Yeah, it's been it's been great so far. Uh, we, we've seen uh, a lot of tokens being created. Uh, very quickly after we we, we launched um, Zilswap, and before that, uh, there there were a lot less tokens basically, and I, I've seen a lot of uh, tokens being added um, onto Zilswap itself. Uh, I think we we have a couple of thousand transactions ready. Um, going forward, uh, we, we we have more plans for it. Uh, we 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 want to. Um, first of all, of course, build uh, stats, uh, statistics. You want to grow the community around it, uh, improve SDK and tooling around it. Um, uh, and this will uh, give uh, better sort of liquidity and also better pricing for for the for the geoswap markets as um, 
uh, people are more easily able to arbitrage on the on the on-chain tax. So so that's that's the first thing. Uh, going forward, of course, we want to uh, decentralize the the exchange. Um, we want to uh, uh, decentralize the control of the exchange. Um, for example, in terms of setting uh, fees, in terms of um, developing uh, 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 whitelist, uh, developing uh, future improvements to the protocol. So I think very shortly, we are, we are working with uh, Zulika and Zulika Research and, and Zulika's uh, Eco Fund to basically uh, push out a governance uh, token and governance uh, um, Basically, structure for Zilsa. So, so we are we are pretty excited about that as well, and uh, uh, we hope the the community will be supportive of of this new launch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I definitely am looking forward to that as well. Um, also, can you share about your experience building on Zilika so far in terms of you know learning Scylla, and then because I think you you are quite technical as well, and you have uh, yeah you you look at things uh, in various other ecosystems so yeah how, how was the experience in terms of developer tooling um, and and comparing Solar to Solidity and, and stuff so for Zilliqa um, I think for 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 a blockchain that launched like uh, uh, somewhat later than Ethereum I think in terms of tooling it's already it, it was pretty uh, strong um, and and it, it, We've been discussing with the the Zilliqa, uh, um, the the, the core team, and and um, I think they are building a lot more um, tooling based on our feedback. So, for example, they are doing the uh, what do they call it? The, the Ganache for Ganache for 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 Zilliqa. Um, I think something like the graph where where you can query the blockchain is somewhat in the works, and uh, I think. Uh, going down the road, there's a lot of more um, smart contract improvements that 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 we'll see, um, and and I think I think those will really bring Zilliqa to the next level. Um, uh, so so one of the so so one of the things that I I, I liked a lot about when developing on Zilliqa is of course that um, everything it's typed, everything it's um, um, uh, a, a lot of issues can be found at compile time, um, and that's a lot less um, byte, byte bit fiddling, which you, you do a lot in Ethereum, and and that's pretty error pro prone. So uh, when we build the zero swap contract, we're pretty confident of its correctness, um, and we're pretty uh, confident that it will work as expected, even even before uh, doing the first um, transaction on the UI. So that's a pretty nice development experience. Uh, of course, Zilliqa also had the hindsight of of of, of building off um, a lot of uh, things that Ethereum and other blockchains have done. So so it, it was nice to have like the specs, uh, the, the the token specs that that uh, work pretty well. And um, I think uh, going forward, uh, hopefully Zilliqa can can also. Uh, adopt the the latest standards that that other blockchain communities have came out with, uh, because a lot of times uh, the the initial standards that uh, these uh, other blockchains came out with is not it's uh, um, has has certain ones 
in certain uh, uh, deficits, basically. Yeah. Okay, so you mean like um, like ERC standards or yeah, what sort of standards? Yeah, correct. So 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 right now there's like ERC twenty and there's like twenty other different standards that build on top of ERC twenty. And just actually to do a token transaction on ERC twenty, you need to use a whole library to check for transfers and, and stuff like that. Uh, which is annoying as a solidity developer uh, because it's everyone doing their own things. Uh, and and um, I think for Zilliqa, we are good, off to a good start. So when we, de when we developed this file, we made a few comments on, on the ZRC2 spec and, and we, we changed that pretty early before people launch um, new tokens. So uh, hopefully that uh, this ZRC2's specification can, uh, will, will, will your last and 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 it will be it will be uh it will promote cross compatibility across uh different smart contracts for a long long time rather than having a uh basically um, many different specifications trying to work together okay okay gotcha um so can you talk about the um eat zil bridge or that that some specifics about that as well. Um, you mentioned about how Switcher works, um, but specifically mm -hmm. for Eatzil, what what sort of uh, plans do you have, and the, you know, uh, what's the timeline and stuff that you're looking at? Yeah. So so um, so as as most of you probably know, Zilliqa isn't a, a fully Turing complete uh, platform, and and. And um, yeah, and that, that that refers to the smart contract portion, and and the way we, we want to do um, the our our bridge is to to be able to verify certain sort of headers. So right now we are actually working with Silica to to ensure that uh, all the operations that we want to do in that that uh, that is required to um, basically uh, process and pass uh, headers of various blockchains to 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 uh, we need to make sure that these operations exist and they work properly and so um, I think that uh, th this breach will come out in the next uh, Zilliqa uh, node or Zilliqa node software upgrade which contains uh, a few more um, uh, of these operations and and uh, yeah, once once that's out, we we, we can uh, start work on integrating um, Silica to Switcher Trade Hub, and that's actually where we want to. That's that's actually how we want to um, do the F Silica bridge. So we'll get we basically could kill two birds with one stone. We are able to uh, trade Zill's tokens on our layer two platform, and also at the same time, we are able to um, do a swap. Uh, um, between say Zilliqa and Ethereum tokens directly. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So initially, yeah, I think the plan is to have a BUSD, right? Like uh, BUSD ETH uh, to come to Zilliqa. Um, mm. So uh, can you talk about uh, AMMs as you see right now? So there, there's like now Dodo that launched, right? And Bancor has their new V2. So um, people are using oracles to sort of prevent impermanent loss and have more better AMMs. So yeah, where, where do you see the AMM space heading and any interesting things that you are adopting um, in, in Zilsop potentially? 
Yeah, so um, I think I'm not so sure about uh, using oracles for, for AMMs. Um, I think for those we need a very low latency chain, that might work for like a uh, switch or shade hub, a layer two system. Uh, for layer one system, I'm not, uh, um, it's, it's, I think it's a bit iffy. Uh, the whole point of the, the, the constant product model is that uh, you have a certain guarantee um, that that um, if that if the relative price moves back to the to the same point, you, you don't you don't actually you, you basically recoup your losses, and that and that's the the, the most important uh, that, that's the, the fundamental fundamental um, principle behind the, this this sort of bonding curve. Um, when you move these uh, uh, curves um, arbitrarily, uh, it exposes um, the market makers to a lot of other risks, um, and 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 usually when you put liquidity into a, a a sort of bonding curve like that, that's the you you actually just want that exposure, meaning that you, you your 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 uh your 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 what 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 you what you what your your market direction is basically that that your market outlook sorry is that you think that the 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 direction of the market it's 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 uh neutral meaning that it's not going to move in either direction and and that's 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 how this spawning curve works um and if you actually want to to do something else then uh, probably it's better to to just change the bonding curve and and uh what what could work is that is perhaps like multiple um different uh curves that people can put into kind of like how balancer will work um and then you combine all this into one single, uh, one single trading interface. I think that sort of model uh, makes a bit more sense um, than than a Oracle based um, Oracle based AMM. Uh, so Oracle based AMMs, um, they they also take away one one fundamental aspect of um, of of this sort of uh, on chain liquidity liquidity pools is that. They they don't they actually track a external market with the oracle rather than being a price discovery mechanism themselves, um, and I think that's uh, that's something that is slightly uh, inferior um, to to the traditional AMM model. So uh, I, I guess what I have to I guess my take on 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 uh, on chain AMMs is that um, there's there's no real there's there's no such thing as a zero market risk uh, market making, um, um, and AMMs are, are built that way because um, they, 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 there's only a certain set of constraints that can be guaranteed on chain, um, and, and as a market maker, you need to understand what 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 uh, constraints they those are and what's the what. Uh, and whether it's compatible with your market outlook, basically. So, yeah. So, so uh, for for me, uh, this sort of what they call it in permanent loss is not really the the main concern for market makers. Uh, what what's the main concern is actually capital inefficiency, meaning that even if the market don't move, uh, and it 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 um, it there, there's no impermanent loss at all. There's actually a lot of capital that's uh, sort of wasted, uh, and, and it's ironic because it, it, if if the market acts in the way the market maker wants it to, 
um, then actually the market maker can use that capital more efficiently by basically placing orders closer to the spread so that um, they can take larger orders and therefore higher trading uh, commissions. Um, and, and I think to be able to reduce this capital inefficiency, where basically a lot of capital is at the extreme end of the bonding curve, um, that's, that's uh, a more interesting solution to solve for me. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I, I didn't think about it. I think also an issue with oracles is that, uh, as you mentioned with low latency blockchains, that um, people, the, it takes time for the oracle transaction to get confirmed, right? So people can uh, watch that and, uh, you know, bots can sort of front run that, right? Like yeah. mining bots. Yeah, exactly. So to me, it's just not a very elegant solution. It's, where, yeah, where, yeah, when, when, it just opens up the a very simple and elegant model to something that now has a lot of things to be taken care of. Yeah, and just just from my engineering's perspective. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I think that sums up uh, our conversation really well, and uh, I think uh, yeah, we 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 definitely are looking forward to interesting changes coming to Zilsop and. For people who want to trade on Zilliqa and also if you want to use XSTD, you can go to zillshop.io. And uh, yeah, thanks, Ivan, for taking the time out today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me.